one. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And I know you're excited about our guest. Hi, Neil. I am great. And yes, I have been so excited. Micah Lynn Hansen is everything. She's an actor, a writer, uh, a great thrift store shopper. She's that a I... makeup artist. She's an artist. Did you paint that behind you? That's beautiful. No, and... I wouldn't. But no, I did not. Did you get it from a thrift store? <laughs> uh, this is actually a friend of mine. So I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> anyway, I'm so excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's just an honor to be with you both. Well, that's so sweet. You know, I love your work. I love what you do. And you're in, you're involved in other things, too. You just have this huge heart. You you love and you care for people. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, beautiful city that you grew up in. And yes. uh, and I know acting started kind of early for you, high schoolish age, where you were shy but decided to try out for a play. How does somebody shy decide to try out for a play? Um, I I was always such a people watcher as a child. I would just watch people and I would always be making up stories in my head. And I knew that's what I wanted to do, but I was homeschooled. We didn't have a TV, uh, like we didn't watch TV. So I didn't know that acting was like a thing, um, but I just always knew I wanted to do it. And then I did a couple like, you know, your church does like uh, sketches or something. We, I was on a missions trip down to Belize and um, we were doing these sketches for like VBS for these kids. And I just found that I like really liked it. And I'll be honest, the only reason I was good at it was because I would watch, again, I was such a people watcher. I would watch people on stage and you could tell the people who were embarrassed because they would kind of like hold it in a little bit, you know, but the people who like just went for it, they looked way cooler. And I was like, I'm not about to be up there looking dumb. So <laughs> I was like, I would just go all in because I wanted to look cool. So, uh, but I found that I think because I watched people my whole life, I could, uh, you know, portray other people. I could mimic other people. I could, I could empathize and put myself in their shoes. And I just thought that I loved it. And I never felt more at peace than when I was on a stage pretending to be somebody else. It was a, a weird thing, but I was like, this is a, it has to be a gift God gave me. Cause my parents were like, who are you? What did you do with our daughter? Because I couldn't make eye contact with a person to save my life as a kid. I was so shy. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I know this is a gift that he's given me, so I don't want to use it against him by any means. I want to make sure that I use it to honor him. So that's what I've tried to do. Micah, it's kind of interesting when you talk about this because I, I, I laugh in a lot of ways because I created a persona when I was a professional wrestler because I wrestled in the minor leagues of pro wrestling. The um, ended up uh, you know wrestling all over the world as a professional wrestler. But really, once I started to be more of a character I wanted to create for myself, then I was less shy in front of the camera. If you would have saw like promos I did for wrestling, they were terrible because it wasn't <laughs> my persona. So, but you're, but I created it still an alternative persona, but more that felt like me. And I think that's how we develop characters, right? You know, we get, we read the script, but then we say, how does it fit my, my personality, but yet really fit that character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think makes a good actor is like, because the only thing unique about me is I'm the only Micah that God made, you know, like, I'm the only me that God made, you know, and so the more of myself I can bring to a character, the more 
that character is going to stand out because we are uniquely and beautifully made. We are so unique. And so that's always, you know, my big thing to, you know, any actor is like, bring as much of you as you can to the character. Um, I say that having played Tara in this film, who's, she's honestly a brat. So um, <laughs> I don't know if I should be proud of bringing a lot of myself to this character or not. Um, but, it, it, you know, you shine so much more when you let your uniqueness show, when you let those things that you're insecure about show, when you let, you know, the things that I personally was the most insecure about my entire life are the things that make me, I believe, you know, stand out on screen or um, they just, they give me a different perspective. And that's the, what the unique thing I bring to this character is my personal personality and my perspective. So um, I love when I get to uh, just play a character and throw a lot of me in there, but a, you know, keep it very true to the, how the character is written as well. Yeah, and you're right. Tara is a brat. There, she's no, she's she so is mean. a brat. She <laughs> is mean. She's the mean girl. Yeah. She is a mean girl. And I hate to say it, but you do a really good job playing the mean girl after <laughs> talking about bringing your personality in. But uh, it is really good. The movie itself is so good. Divine Influencer. It's such a great movie on so many levels. It's very entertaining, very fun to watch. And everybody who plays every role they play does just a fabulous job it looks like it must have been a fun film to work on what, it, really, it? Yeah. it truly truly was we shot it in 15 days which is really fast to shoot a whole feature film uh but everyone you know we were shooting at least you know 12 hours a day you know and everyone is exhausted and you just you know you're tired and cold or whatever it is and everyone was so gracious there wasn't a diva among them Lada Silva is just the most humble and kind and caring person and Jason Berkey I would I would do anything for that man like he is just the funniest sweetest um just the best person to work with and everyone everyone was just so humble and so lovely and so collaborative and it was just a joy so when you're talking about being the bad girl what do you remember your days of kind of being that way at times or is this totally not you oh man this is like a lot of pent-up anger and aggression probably <laughs> that's what we love doing right when we get to play somebody else who really kind of yeah. Exactly. I don't get to be the bad guy in real life. So let's be the, the mean girl in fake life, I guess. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, I think, I think uh, Tara just isn't as good at hiding what she's feeling as I am as a person. And so that disdain, like I felt all the feelings Tara's felt before. I just smiled through it and made the person think I was their best friend, you know, when I wasn't. <laughs> um, but Tara just, I don't think Tara has a poker face. Like what she feels is on her face and it's on, like she wears it on her sleeve and um, she doesn't like this character. She doesn't like Liv coming in and messing up the the little world that she, this bubble that she had, the plan that she had kind of gets shattered by this Liv character while Liv's whole life plan is being shattered as well. So, um, and you just see them both handle it in different ways. So. Yeah, it's so true. And, and she not only wears it on her sleeve, it all comes out of her mouth. Yeah, it's and true. She <laughs> doesn't hold back. <laughs> she does not hold back. Yeah. But very well written script and, and just such a, such a great movie. And it's on Great American Pure Flix, So people should, subscribe to Great American Pure Flicks and go see the show, Divine Influencer. It's there now. And I know that God, your faith is just a, a huge part of your life and even a part of what roles you choose, I imagine, or what you decide to do in your life. How does your faith impact what roles you do? 
Uh, it's, it's everything uh, in the roles I, I choose to take. Um, like I kind of mentioned, I do feel like being able to be an actor is a gift that God gave me and I never want to throw that in his face. Um, that doesn't mean that every single role I have to play has to be, you know, a Christian faith-based film. I've done secular stuff as well. And I love getting to be a part of those projects. Uh, so long as I feel called to that, you know? And so for me, um, God has given me so much. He has saved me from myself over and over and over again. Um, you know, there's, he's physically saved me. I, I should have died in a car wreck a few years ago. And so I know I'm here for a reason and I have to believe that reason is more than making much of myself. You know, I want it to be, um, I want to point to hope and truth in everything that I do. And the only way I can do that is if I'm pointing to Christ. So I kind of have like a life motto for myself, which is love people where you, they're at and point to hope and truth in everything you say and do. And so um, I try to filter everything through that life mission. Um, and uh, I don't do it perfectly, but that is that is my goal. And it's obviously a lot easier to point people to hope and truth when you're part of a faith-based film, you know? So I'm always thrilled when I get to um, audition for something that I know is is Christ-centered as well. And I think that's that's great. And I think that when you know your purpose in life, it makes life easier and fulfilling. I think mm. that people don't have a lot of people don't have a life purpose. And mm. Micah, how did you discover that life purpose? I mean, in acting, but also adding your faith into the mix that really has changed who you are. Because again, people say, Oh, people can't change. That's not true. That's that's mm. absolutely not true at all. Absolutely. And I, I, when I hear people say, Oh, you shouldn't people shouldn't change, that's not the case. Now mm. the point is, how did you make that your purpose? Like you knew it. You woke up and say, okay, this is how I'm going to transform and be a different person. Because we all go through it. We do. We do. Um, my journey started uh, just having to realize and admit that I was highly codependent. Um, I started uh, recovery for codependency, seeing a therapist and working through those things. I struggled a lot with um, perfectionism and people pleasing. And it's still something that is, you know, kind of my bent is what I'm always going to lean towards is that that people pleasing aspect. Um, and so for me, uh, just that phrase, even loving people where they're at is accepting reality, loving them for how they are and who they are right now, not who you think they're going to be or who you want them to be or I, you know, anything like that. But knowing that everybody is on this journey as well, we all have hurts. We all have incredible woundings. And, um, how I came to that was through, just my life getting shattered. I have, I had a live golden kind of moment where everything that I had going for me, everything, every thing I thought my life was moving towards got ripped away from me. Um, and it brought me to the end of myself and I had to find who God created me to be and find who, um, not only who I was, but, but what he wanted me to do with who he created me to be, you know, no longer being ashamed of who I was, and how he created me. But knowing that that is the most beautiful part about me is that I'm unique. I'm special. Like I'm special in the way that God created me because there's only one of me. And so stop trying to hide that and, and be who God created you to be, because I'm going to show a different piece of the body of Christ than you are, you know, and, and then who Kim is going to show, you know, like we're all different and we're supposed to be that way. And so just accepting that, um, and just, just wanting to be able to, I needed a very safe space to come to when I was at that broken place uh, that really shattered 
couldn't lift my head, you know, above the water, like I'm drowning over here. Like I needed a safe, a safe space to go to and people who were a safe space. And I, um, they changed my life. And um, Sherry Rigby, who's the director on this, is one of those people. And, um, and I want to be that for other people. So that loving people where they're at is really important to me. And then the only way we have hope is is with truth. You can't have hope in a lie in something that you can, but it will shatter you like it did me. I had hope and I could be perfect and I could perform and I could, I could be good. And that hope left me absolutely shattered. And, um, but when you combine hope with your hope is in truth, um, then that's where, that's where the real, the real change happens. That's where peace is. That's where fulfillment is. That is, um, yeah, that's where healing is at. Mm, that's so beautiful. It's so beautifully said. And to be your age, you're in your early 30s, I think, very mm -hmm. early 30s. And uh, and to know your life's purpose. I mean, there are people that struggle with that um, for years and years. I sometimes am not sure of mine, you know, because <laughs> it shifts and changes. And it you does. wake up one morning and it feels a little different than it did the day before. Yes, and, um, but. But to be so grounded where you are right now is pretty remarkable. I admire that in you and and that you share it, you know, like you were talking about Sherry and um, and the organization, the women, the women, women I know, the women in my life, the women in my life and oh, yes. that you're a part of. Um, yeah. That's such a great organization. And what a way to bring people together. What is that? What part does that play in your life? The Women in My World is just beautiful. It is a ministry that Sherry started. God brought her to Hollywood and she thought she was going to Hollywood to become a star. And little did she know she's in Hollywood. She's doing acting classes. She's struggling. She's about to give up. And she's like, I don't get it, God. And he's like, you're here for my women. And that is her mission. And that is her, that is who God has called her to is women. And that means, um, being there first and foremost for them spiritually and helping them grow spiritually, but then also in the career, you know, um, you have to have experience to get experience in this industry sometimes. So the women in my world is really passionate about getting women, getting their foot in the door so that they can get the experience that they need so that they are um, good at what they do. But more than that, there's the discipleship aspect to it, where not only are you good at what you do, but you are a disciple of Jesus Christ and you are out there, you know, doing the Great Commission, making disciples of others. You know, the film industry is a very tough, dark place a lot of times. And not everybody who works on a Christian film set is a believer. Um, and so you can be a light on every film set you step onto. And uh, that's what The Women in My World is about, is about equipping women, is about financially supporting them and getting them on set. We were able to, to financially support, I believe it was seven women on Divine Influencer who otherwise would not have been able to be on the set. The women in my world financially made it possible for them to be on this set, learn and grow, build their resumes, get discipleship. We had Bible study every single day. Um, and it's been life-changing for some of these women. And so um, we're just all about making Christian influencers for Christ. Fantastic. Uh, again, it's now available on Great American Pure Flix, Divine Influencer. And uh, we appreciate you. Do you have social media that people can follow you and check you out? I do. I'm on mainly only on Instagram. It's just my full name, Michael Lynn Hansen, and you can follow me there. All right. Well, fantastic. We really appreciate you coming by. Thank you. So good to see you both. And thank you're you. Welcome. Guys. You're welcome. All right. You're, uh, that was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. Guys, take care.